Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Put that man in the Hall of Fame. Beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, creams, potatoes, creams, potatoes. And a hand off to Taylor, looking for room over the left. Finds a hole, he's free. Look at him go. Break a tackle, he's on the run at the 50. Get the block, he's gone. 40, 30. Fred to the 25 and the 20. To the outside, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Fred Taylor on the first play of the game. Hall of Fame. Put that man in the Hall of Fame. Look at all these other guys they're trying to put in the Hall of Fame. That somehow make it to the finest room. The same dudes that I've murked every Sunday. Put that man in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. This boy got a hit. 1010XL 92.5 FM presents. Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and E to the T. Man, put that man in the Hall of Fame, E. Come on. Put that, stop playing with that man. Come on, somebody. At least put him in the room, in the finalist room Yo, right there. tripping. What is going on? Happy birthday, Fred Taylor. To the GOAT. Man. To the GOAT. The Jag GOAT right there. Oh, yeah. Freddie T. Born on this day. Wow. 1976 in Pahokee, Florida. Wow. Happy birthday, Freddie T. Where they T. chase rabbits oh, around. And sometimes greatest. catch him, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we telling about Just that story recently that, that had never heard that? Oh, yeah. I don't really In the muck. We, we were telling somebody we were. about that. We're like, yeah. yeah, Fred would catch rabbits, and they kind of like chuckle. That's we're a like, thing down No, there. no, that is Big time. really a thing down They there. eat them, don't they, I think? They, I think they sell them. Oh, okay. They probably eat some. Yeah, and, I would and eat that. Sell I got them. us some rabbits. Uh, heck yeah, dude. The I know muck. friends around here that were shooting squirrels and cooking them back in the day. <laughs> My dad used to go, oh, God, what was the guy's name? I like can, it was no big deal. My dad used to go Tastes over like, like once a month to his buddy on, uh, forget his name. Uh, it doesn't matter what his name is, but he'd go on Sunday yeah. and he'd always, they'd, he'd always make some off-brand meal, you know, uh-huh. it's like squirrel. They right. did have, I remember yeah. him going there. He's like, yeah, it's uh, you wouldn't like it, but it's good. Okay. Yeah. Tastes yeah. like chicken, right? You don't know what I'd like, dad. Yeah. <laughs> My dad had a friend like that named Elmer. And Elmer, like even when they sense. were playing like golf, he yeah. would just run after a squirrel on the golf course with his club and Bam. throw it in the bag. Snap its neck. <laughs> Might have been throw Paul. it in a bag. This guy Paul, his buddy, like they work for Brunswick, right? Yeah. yeah. Who does defense work and they also do like sporting goods, right? Okay. They have like two branches. Right, right. right. And uh, he got transferred down here. My dad did in the seventies, and a lot of people who he worked with in Connecticut, they all got transferred, so they knew each other and stuff like that. So I think it might have been one of those guys. He's one of these guys who was uh, like crazy fit, always rode his bike everywhere. Uh Like had had a little helmet with the little 
side, side mirror view. that oh, pops oh, out, you know so you're serious yeah, then when you got so the little school. side mirror yeah, heck yeah. sticking out there. No doubt. So, anyway. Speaking of squirrels, when I was in Indianapolis, those things are gigantic. Is that right? Ours are anorexic down here Are they in known for the big fat squirrels? I don't know. I just thought maybe it's up north. Yeah, I don't you're know. You're eating more food. you got to <laughs> be bigger, I guess. It was just... Really wild. I bet you see squirrels around here. They look like you know, like they're really thin. Like they got no like meat rats. on them at all. Yeah, like like rats, rats with big tails. Yeah, yeah. We went out to uh, like Yellowstone, that whole thing out west. Yeah, yeah I and they have a lot of what they call ground squirrels out there. They don't oh. go in trees. What? They just run around. They burrow into little holes in the wow. ground. Wow. But they're they're clear. You look at them, you be like, oh. It's a little squirrel. Yeah. You know, it's a little smaller and like a little darker color. My shepherd but... caught a squirrel once. Oh, not good for the squirrel? I was t- I was getting out of the shower. I hear this primal scream from my wife. I run out there. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, oh, my gosh, Tucker's chewing on a damn squirrel. I was like, what? <laughs> I go out there. He's like, on its head. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Give me the damn squirrel. It's funny you say I was just watching <laughs> last night. Not on its damn head. Just watching like 15 Did greatest you animal your fights. your dog a fist yeah, well, I was proud go, of him. I'm like, how'd you get that? <laughs> you ever go down that YouTube rabbit hole when animals fight each other? Like no. tiger versus crocodile? Oh, it's oh I've seen awesome. different ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, they'll have like 20 of them all in one video, so you don't yeah. have to go hunting the next one down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. know what's amazing? <laughs> how many animals a cat will scare off? Like, oh, for sure. Scare off bears. Yeah. You know, the cats are just so damn quick, and they're yeah. like, ah, you know what? This ain't worth it. It's, it's, a, it's just a little morsel. It's not that big of a meal anyway. Right. Right. This thing's going to tear me up. I'll just, I mean, I've seen Oof. some of those videos where bears just take off running yeah. from yeah. a house cat. Yeah, I saw a video yeah. a few years ago of a jaguar that just kind of stuck its paw into a river and brought up a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen oh, there's that one. one where yeah. There, yeah. You see, there's one where the jaguar Pounce leaps down. in yeah. and he comes up with a caiman, right. right? Which is like yeah. a mini crocodile. No, and kind and of swims thing. with it across hey, the He's top got it in his jaw <laughs> just swimming with it, right? And then got up the, then the, up the bank. bank. Yeah, that's some strength now. See, jaguars are strong. That's what we're saying it here. That's right how we brought it all together. Jaguars today. Jaguars today. Well, to see you Monday. Have a good weekend, everybody. (laughs) Go to the zoo. Uh, Tommy, you were just saying when you came in, it felt like uh, it's been like a month since the Jags have played a game. You know, I think, and and I didn't really drink a lot during the game. I was hungover Sunday and Monday. I was. I was like, ah, man. And and then on the other side, you're like, well, what a great year. You know, you can't deny that. But, you know, that's the stuff that eats at you. You know, it 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 will. Every player on that team, that, that game will eat at them, even when they're in their 50s. And you think about, oh, man, just a play here, a play there, and we may win that game, you know. I felt I always felt that way when we lost to the Pats in the AFC Championship game. They beat us. They deserve to win. But a few plays here, man, and there, we, we win that game, and you're in the Super Bowl for crying out loud. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, mixed emotions. But overall now, you know, look, Friday. That's one thing about coming on Friday is like, and the whole week is gone. It feels like forever <laughs> yeah. ago, you know. But um, I don't know. At the end of the day, what a great year. I mean, come on. You you, you turned it around um, from from the pitfalls of just, you know, being in the dungeon of, of standings in the NFL. Then you just little by little, clawing back, clawing back, clawing back, having to claw back during games, down 17, down 27, down whatever, and just making it back and keeping it all together. And we all know, hey, listen. Um, two things. One is when you're two and six, three and seven, 
things can go south inside that locker room pretty quickly. There's no doubt. Guys start pointing the finger. They start bitching and moaning about the coach. They don't like this. They don't like that. It's, you know, they don't care, blah, 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 blah. But they did. They stuck together. That's a credit to the coach and staff. It's a credit to the leadership. It's a credit to all the players, too, for, you know, buying into it. Say, hey, no, man, come on. We're just one game at a time, one play at a time. Never give up attitude. Work hard. Let's be prepared. Let's still chase this thing. Now, I will say number two. And I'm not – I know a lot of guys say it, and we all say it. But this whole we'll be back, just just eat on that. You never know if you're going to be back. Yeah, of course you've got the talent to be back, but things happen during a year, man, no as doubt. we know. Injuries, the ball doesn't go your way. You get a bad call at a critical game. I, you, just, you never know how it could happen. Now, look, at the same time, the foundation for me feels like it's late. You know what I mean? The footers are in. The foundation is in. The cement is nice and hard and thick and strong. And and I'm looking forward to what they can do. But still a freaking bummer that they didn't get it done against the Chiefs. That was they they, they had their chances. No I, I'll never say shoulda because that's that's disrespectful coulda. to the Chiefs. But could have won that game, no doubt. Yeah, and I'm right. with you, Tommy. It does feel like the beginning of something. Yep, that goes quick. Yeah. Right? You like know it. up there in Buffalo, they're already talking about is Josh Allen ever going to win anything that matters? <laughs> right. right? Like right. he's so early in his career, but yeah. that it happens quick where, yeah. yeah, when it starts, you know, Buffalo's like, yeah, we're on the ascent. We're going to be one of the favorites, all this kind yeah. of stuff. When you don't take advantage of that a couple years in a row, which the Jags are earning that kind of window, yep. then it starts being talked about are they ever going to win anything? You're right. Right? Like yeah. you can enjoy the honeymoon phase for about a year. Yeah. And then it's you better start winning and winning big. And I think Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson can handle that pressure. Yeah. But that is the pressure they're about to put on themselves. Just think about McDermott and Josh Allen, the darlings going into the year. For sure. Come on. They're Dak gonna, Prescott, they're gonna, what he's yeah. dealing with in Dallas. Oh. You know, it, it goes quick. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Well, so, so many conditions can change. I mean, just injury, <laughs> yeah. you know, no, alone. Right. Just uh, you yeah. can't control. You couldn't control this year. Tennessee going into free fall. Right. Uh, you controlled two games of it. Right. Because you played them. But right. you know, if they win a couple more games, right, then it was a good they don't season. Lose a quarterback, you could probably say maybe could be. They, maybe you, you just don't know. Is enough. You right. Don't know. So. Right. Uh, Guess what? It did go that way. AFC South champs. We're not yeah. giving it back, baby. No, no, definitely not. Uh, got Defend. a couple of polls we ran the last couple of days that we're going to get you to weigh in on. We've got cool. one today that simply is asking who do you think is going to be the Super Bowl matchup this year? In other words, which two teams will win? You can vote on Twitter on that one, and you can get in any way you like on the program today on the phone lines at 641-1010. Same number for the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. And on Twitter, at MD underscore 1010XL. That's where you'll find the poll. Hit us up at 1010XL Fat Tony at Meathead 55 and at IME2 The T. Come on, somebody. All right, here we go. Jaguars today off and rolling on this Friday with Tommy Mack in studio. This is 1010XL 92.5 FM. You're Mackin' with Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. You know, today being uh, Fred Taylor's birthday reminds me I've still got the autographed flip card from the Jaguars' comeback win over the Chargers. We haven't given it away yet. Oh, we've been, wow. Oh, well, we've been in playoff mode. Yeah, right. right. We've been yeah, focusing in on the season ongoing, and this week's been about wrapping it up. So, yep. you know, things are going to start to slow down a little bit, and uh, hopefully we'll have something – where we come up with some way to give that away next week. Yeah. And I'll just say this, listen to the show. Because people will ask, I had people going, hey, I didn't hear the show. Did you give away the thing? Like, yeah. 
listen to the show and find out. Right, right, right. I mean, right, that's kind of right. the point of yeah. why we're doing it. It's a it. big thing. It's for someone to listen yeah. to the program and have the opportunity. I may mention on Twitter like the day we're going to do it, but I'm yeah. going to tell you you're going to have to go in and listen to the and show listen. to find out how. He's so. a Hall of Famer. It's going to happen eventually. Right. Freddy well, T. you right. got that. Yeah. And, I mean, you talk about historic Jaguar moments. When are yeah. they ever going to have a bigger comeback in the postseason than that? Right. Right? I mean – you know, hopefully never. <laughs> hope, right. Hopefully they never get down that <laughs> right, much. Right. Hopefully never have to do that again. So you were but, talking. We we're talking on the break there. Yeah. Uh, just your Freddie T stories. Of Fred, yeah. Like uh, yeah. when you first saw him at practice. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was after he got drafted. So in '97, I tore my ACL. So '98, I, mean, I tore it early in camp. So I had all '97 to you know get operated on rehab whatnot. But '98, I was still you know trying to work on speed and. Just everything, you know, to keep it stable and whatnot. So Jeff Hurd, uh, assistant strength coach, really good dude. Um, uh, he was like kind of my personal guide. You know, we do all these different drills. You know, they would have to do like speed drills just to get the knee. You know, make sure it's it's good and that kind of stuff. So anyway, it was after Freddie got drafted, so that it must have been in May or June, and we're out. It was after. Uh, I don't even think we were OTAs, but we were all a bunch of us were working out out there. Whatnot. So anyway, I'm I'm running a forty just to see where I'm at, and uh, Fred is walking over. He must have been working out on the other field, and he comes over. He you know, he's got his shirt off now. Freddie's two thirty, ripped and like yoked, ripped and shredded. If you could be all three, he was. I mean, he was he was just whatever. So anyway, he comes over. He's like, hey, uh, you, you know, you run a forty. I said, yeah, yeah. He's like, you mind if I run one? I was like. Uh no no I'd actually like to like to see that he's like yeah yeah let me go let me let me run one I was like all right I want to go down to the, the end line just to you know do that so I'm, I start jogging towards Jeff Hurd I'm like hey Jeff uh, Freddie Freddie wants to run a run a four he's like all right cool so we're standing next to each other at the finish line and uh, he takes off it was like the first five yards he kind of like did this like bounding thing you know like bounding you know three bounds okay hit the five. Like a rocket, and then pulls up. I'm not lying. He pulled up like with three to five yards to go. Started to slow down a little. He started. I mean, literally. Yeah. I mean, he didn't stop, but yeah, totally. Like you know, put it in in a lower gear, and we <laughs> we looked down at the clock, and it reads. Now this is on grass, like right, so, not out of a starting block. No, no, not a tra- this is on grass. This is like, and it's not even freshly cut grass. It's not like a slick, you know, fast track, whatever. And it read 4.45. And me and the strength coach, both like, it was this moment where we both look at each other, both mouths are, you know, wide open, like, you got to be kidding me. I, the first thing I said, I was like, glad he's on my team. <laughs> but it was quite incredible. His speed was, uh, and his, he's just, he was just awesome, man. Well, he must have awesome. slowed up a little bit. You know what he was uh, giving credit for at the Florida Pro Day no. that year? And granted, sometimes those Pro Day Things, yeah. you know, there have always been stories over the years. Are they running 39 yards, you know, instead of 40 and right. whatever? I'm right. not saying Florida specifically. That's just been – people don't trust the pro day No, right, totally, much. totally. 429. Oh, my God. No wonder <laughs> Coffin was salivating. <laughs> I mean, you don't get that. At 6'1", 223. Oh. Or 429. I mean – Like a – I mean, not even like a freight train. I would train. just like to like run that once. <laughs> I would like to run that once at that speed and just to feel what that must feel like. Right. Mm-hmm. For those oh, four incredible. seconds. Yes. That must feel like. It'd be awesome. <laughs> incredible. I feel that way about singing sometimes. Like, I think, man, if I could just get up on stage in front of, like, 
100,000 people one time. You could. And nail that one song. And and you I can. always change in my mind like what song it would be that I would want to nail. Like ah. the old timer, you know, to nail. Wow. I don't know. It's tough. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, I would not. To- you say I could. I mean, I, I could get up in front of a large crowd. Yeah. That doesn't mean I would sing well. I'd like to nail Listen, it. Listen. like to crush it. I believe everybody has a range. And you, I, if you, I probably if you work do. on that range, you could be a good but singer. But I want to be able to hit I'm the high notes. Singer. I want to be able to hit well, the entire I mean, thing. how high are we talking? I'm talking about as high as necessary. Like Freddie Mercury yes. high? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, that's, that's like, I'm, okay. I'm not saying it's realistic. I'm just saying that's like one thing if I could have a wish. Well, I'd like to fly, Mike. Okay. <laughs> I, like to- <laughs> I, I think mine is more realistic, personally. <laughs> but- I'd like to just take off and fly if I could. That's no, great. Just Told you. You could do it. You could, no, if I could do it, you listen, could do it. You could do it, son. <laughs> Just keep Fight plugging away. Ra- You'll be like Freddie Mercury you any day get now. There. You can get there. All right, stop. Uh, here we go. Going back over the last couple of days with yeah. Tom McManus here. Um, we had tons of participation in our Twitter polls the last couple of days. Uh, in fact, yesterday's followed up. Uh, we had 1662 vote on it Ooh, uh, nice. a couple days ago. Yesterday was 1597. So wow. typically we get anywhere from maybe five to a hundred to a thousand, you know, yeah, in, right. a, in a given day. Some yeah. people react more when there is one that makes them think a little bit, I think. And so the first one we asked Tom a couple days ago could only have one of these things happen, right? And that means the other two cannot happen. Okay, you only get to choose one for okay. the Jaguars. What's the one you would want for them the most? Would it be Calvin Ridley reinstated? Would it be re-signing Evan Ingram? Or would it be re-signing Jawan Taylor? What's the one move that you think <sighs> wow, is the most that's important? A really, that's a good one. That That is a good one. Because uh, my immediate is like Ridley. But Ridley's, you know, I, I expect him to be great. But, we, you know, we don't know. We you don't know. know. Although Anything I, can if happen. If you read uh, John Shipley's, like, season-ending kind of wrap-up column oh, no. mailbag. I did not. I'm sorry, I did not. He said uh, that he spoke with someone, I forget how he phrased it, someone with knowledge of Ridley working out said Ridley looks like okay. he's in yeah. hip-top shape. Now, that's no guarantee. No, I know. You just never know. You I'm know, just passing you know. it along so, more than anything. Not trying to sway your vote here. He's kind of like two in the bush. You know what I mean? Remember I told you I've, I've always had a problem with that. Well, it did way back in the day. So, Jawan Taylor, to me, is like bird in hand. Like, he... I don't know. Then the other side of it, could you just, you know, you got Cam coming back, throw Walker Little back to the right side. I don't know. Or make, you know, does Cam play right and you just let Jawan go? Um, that's a tough. I'm, I'm going to go giving Trev a, a weapon. I'm going to go with Ridley. Ridley over Ingram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, I do like Ingram. I do. I think, you know, look, I – and, and this is not anything to anybody because they all had great years. But I, I think I think Doug's play calling was really good. He got a lot of guys open. And their speed took over and made plays. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, I th- yeah, I want a number one. I want okay. Calvin. I want Calvin. Uh, 47.2% said Calvin Ridley getting reinstated would be their top choice. That was the number one okay. vote getter. 46.9% said wow. re-sign Evan Ingram. Yeah. I mean, he had a great year, one of his his best yet. ET you know? made the point, and I agree with him the other day. We voted for Ingram that you know what you're getting here, right? I mean, you, you saw yeah. it, right? Oh, no doubt. And I you, agree. You know the fit in the locker room. You know the fit on the field. You know the fit in the offense. Yep. The reliability was there. Uh, he, You know, his drop percentage – 
came down right. this year. If I knew for a fact I'm getting the 1,300-yard version of Calvin Ridley right. from a few years ago, maybe that sways me a little bit. But there's no fact either that Evan has another year like he did this year. I mean, this is no. his first year we had this kind of year. I mean, he's sure. had good years, right? He's been in the 50-catch range. And my then, argument you know, would be, well, another year in the system working with yeah. the same guy. I mean, I, I don't see okay. any, no reason why he couldn't okay. have something So let's just that. play devil's advocate. I'm just sure. talking Absolutely. out loud here. So Ridley uh, gives you that true number one. And the question is, can you find a tight end that can excel in Doug's offense that has similar athletic abilities that Evan Ingram has? Mm-hmm. And maybe the fallout's not as far, right, drop off from him, but you get the extra positive from having Ridley part of your offense. Well, Does that make sense? Sure. If you're – depending on which Ridley you're getting. Okay. Right? In fair. 2020, Ridley played 15 games, caught 90 passes – for nearly 1,400 yards. Okay. He averaged 15 yards a catch, nine receiving touchdowns. That's the guy you hope you're getting. Okay. Right? Was that his rookie one. year? Or was that no, that was his third year in the league. His first two year. years, you know, he was playing the number two to Julio Jones now, his first two years. True. And okay. he didn't hit 900 yards in each either of his first two was years. Was he 28 then? 28, uh, he's going to be 20. He's probably going to be 29 this 29. upcoming season, Ooh. I think. I uh, he was younger than that. Okay. Is where he's at. He was okay. – uh, yeah, he'll be 29 in December, so he'll be 28 okay. to start the All right. year. Give me, give me the, give me the other shots. Okay. That well, the next year, in 2021, he yeah. played five games. Okay, he left the Falcons, and there were questions about his desire, oh, his right. love of the game. Right, right, right. In that, those five games, he averaged by far a career worst nine yards a catch. Ooh. And did he have a, a bookie debt to deal with? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna say no. Uh, but I don't I don't know. You know, and then you've got I don't, I look, mean, uh, I assume he's gonna be reinstated, that that aspect is. So he only him. played five games in twenty one, none in twenty two. Twenty one, none and then got and, and left the team. Okay. No, I know. Went walk away from the team kind right. of and there were questions, would he ever play? Was right. he trying to force his way out of Atlanta, all this stuff? And then in twenty twenty two in the offseason going into last year comes out that he got caught betting on a game under his own name. Right. Gets suspended for the year, eligible for reinstatement in How did he do before 2020? Was it really good, just kind of good? His first two years, 821 yards, averaged 12.8 a catch with 10 touchdowns. Ooh. It's pretty good. Yeah. 866, 13.7 yards a catch with seven touchdowns. Okay. No, he was good, but he also had Julio Jones. No, right. right. Drawing double teams across from him. Right. Right. And then Ridley became – the number one, played like a number one for one year, and then, you know, kind of the Fell mystery off. of what yeah. happened there yeah. prior to the, the gambling Well, you never thing. know. You never know what was going on with him at that time and why he went you through know, all that stuff. So maybe that's behind him, and he realizes that, hey, I want to be a football player. Everything I don't know. you see from him on social media indicates Positive. he cannot wait. Yeah, right? no, so yeah. I'm not yeah, yeah. questioning his yeah. desire to I play. I see what you're saying. With, with, and then the other thing is, well, wait a minute, Todd. Could you, could you find a number one in the draft or, you know? Better be the draft. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not, not a – There's nobody out no, there. No, and that this is why they were really wise to make this move. They're like – they probably right. looked at They probably looked at it and like, mm, no, smart. Christian Kirk's good. Zay yep. Jones is good. Yeah. Well, if we had a tr- – like an NFL make you lose sleep at night if you're a defensive coordinator type guy, mm-hmm. how much better 
would all these weapons be? How much better would that be for Trevor Lawrence? Hey, we can go get one on the cheap. Right. At least gamble that he's going to turn out to be Yeah, that. right. It's worth the gamble. It was definitely worth oh, it. Oh, yeah. Without a question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I'm a, it's, st- it's I'm a still low gonna risk go Ridley, investment. I think. I think I'm still going to go Ridley. I, I feel like he's going to, uh, you know, maybe call it a sabbatical. It was forced, but maybe, you know, look, when the game's taken away from you, hopefully, you know, you're like, you know what? I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm going to do everything in my power to. To be really good. Hopefully All right, so that one you go Ridley. Okay, uh, that's what the the yeah, most yeah, votes close, went but, to. Yeah, and right? I I go Jawan. I I don't know. I love Ingram, but I I don't know. I just think tight ends do really well in in Doug's offense. I think Evan Ingram is a more special because of I his think he's a very gifted speed. athlete. He yeah. is ridiculously gifted. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So so if you're gonna replace it, you better be close to that. Like I think you know you could make the case. All right, if Evan Ingram. If they didn't want to use the franchise tag, which Tony and I talked about, we think they will. They're not going to let Evan Ingram walk for nothing, yep. I don't think. But let's say they didn't. In a world where they just – Evan Ingram getting a ridiculous offer from somebody and he walks, like like Irv Smith is a tantalizing you know, right. pass-catching prospect. He's not Evan Ingram athletically. Right. You know, and, right. and Evan Ingram had shown you he could play at a Pro Bowl level and then inconsistency is what plagued him. And I, I just feel like everything – just came together it for did. him. No, yeah, he had a yeah. phenomenal year. There's like no I, about it. I hope Giants fans were watching when he caught that ball at his hip, right in the wild card game, and it was yep. like, this is the guy who couldn't catch anything for you, right? You know, like he's not yeah. having that issue. And he here. was still having like 50 catches. Wasn't he 40, 50 catches? I think I thought yeah. he had 52 one year for them or something. He like was that. having good seasons, like, but just not- like his rookie year, he kind of like I think he went to the Pro Bowl as a rookie. And no, it was no, like, not till 2020. Oh, was this, it was his fourth year where he went to the. Oh, Pro is that Bowl. what it was? Okay. Yeah. All right. His rookie year, he caught 64 for 722 and six touchdowns. That may have been it. Were those yeah. his best numbers? That was, where, that was his best season until okay. this year. Gotcha. What right. was his down? What was his lowest? Just his through? lowest was 44 for yeah. 467 and three in 2019. Yeah. 40, 46 for 408. Uh, yeah. Wow. The wow. year before he came here. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, so he bumped it back up over ten yards a catch. Yeah, um, you know it's a tight end volume. friendly offense, obviously, and with his speed, no he creates mismatches. There's no doubt about. Think that, about so. this: in 2017, he caught 64 for 722, which was very good. Yeah, a very good year. Six touchdowns. Yeah. His rookie year. Heck yeah. Took him 115 targets to get those 64 catches. He had 98 targets and caught 73. This year, so the percentage of balls he caught, so your quarterback play is better. Right. He knows that. Yeah. Right. You know, yep. and I think he has become better as well because they weren't. Giants fans weren't making it up. Right. He had ish, his catch percentage this year uh, went way up. You know, right. in terms of how many targets he got and how many he hauled in. Now, not every target is on target, right? Right. So, true. Um, true. his rookie year, he caught fifty-five point seven percent of the balls thrown to him. This year, he was at. Almost seventy five percent. Okay, good. You know, so good. Yeah. major no, league. He had board. a great, he had a great, uh, a great year. Here's the thing. I think you're going to see those first two both happen, and then the Jawan Taylor thing. You know, what do you think we'll about see. Jawan? What do you, what would you, what would you guys? I say? mean, I like him. It's we've been talking about. I mean, if you're Jawan Taylor and they're not going to use the franchise tag on you because, yeah. you know, for a tackle it's like eighteen million. You know, right. and even they, right tackle, they, there's no distinction. They just roll them no. in. Yeah, it's just right? offensive for the line, tackles. guard, center, all of it. It's just the top at the offensive line position. So it's the left tackle money that is essentially going to determine for every the position. Tag. Yeah, along the offensive line. Right. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. O line is just whole, one whole group. I thought so. Oh, I, okay. I I didn't know that. Well, so even the the guards are getting what tackle money? I well, the guards so. aren't getting franchised. Yeah. Because of that. Got you. You know. Yeah. 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 
That may be the case. I thought yeah. it might have been tackle yeah. versus interior, but regardless, it's yep. it's more than you're going to be willing to pay. I mean, if I'm Ingram, I don't know. They what they pay him this year? Ten for the year? Nine? Something between nine well, and that ten? That should be the average, I would imagine, right? I think he's going to want more. He took a one year deal. They wanted to sign him for multiple years. Okay, and he said, "Nope, going to go prove it. Put yeah. my market value out there." Okay, I, I mean, good for the him. Franchise tag last year was eleven. Okay. The franchise tag this year is going to be like 11 and a half. Okay. Okay. So, so it's got to be at least. I that, think it I starts think. there. Yeah. You know, yeah, if, definitely. If, if you're, you're him, a, you are. Right. You Which know. may lead the Jacks to go, hey, you know what? We'll take it year to year for the next couple of years. You could yeah. probably do a pretty reasonable from the Jags standpoint if you franchised him two years in a row. Yeah. It's like 32 for three uh, years. Right. Well, right. you're not going to do it for three because that third year. No, that, I mean, this year included, right? I mean, they didn't franchise it, but they basically paid him a one-year sure, deal right. for 10, right, 10 exactly. mil. You'd have basically 10, 11, three for 12 or whatever. Something yeah, like that. 33 mil out. for three, that's yeah, like uh, 10, that, 11 a year. For If he gives you that production that he right. gave you this year. Yeah. Well, All you, right. We'll look at some other – we'll get that other uh, poll question here coming up. Also going to get into uh, a little bit of a review. We did, some of the stuff we didn't get to earlier this week from Doug Peterson and Trent Balky. We'll bring you a few of their thoughts heading into uh, the great offseason of 2023. You're listening to Jaguars Today. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and E.T. on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Here's the handoff to Taylor looking for some cutback. He finds some room. Look at Fred go. He's across the 30. Look at him run. Fred's going. He's at the 50, the 40. They won't stop him. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. 80 yards. Fred Taylor. You got to love it. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, if you want to get in with Tommy Mack on this Friday, it's not a keys to victory Friday, damn it. Could have used a couple more of those. I could give keys yeah. to victory for a good weekend. Oh, number one. What's your number one key? Great food. Okay. Uh, good live, start. Live music. Okay. And then whatever you're drinking. Gotcha. And whatever else you feel like added to the mix, just be safe out there, all right? Peace. So, <laughs> so let me get this straight. You got great food. Yeah. Live music. Yeah. Alcohol. My wife beverage or with me. Of adult course, beverage right. of your choice. Yeah. And whatever else. Whatever else you're into. You're into. Which could mean a lot. Could mean anything, right? Could mean anything. Long, healthy walk. Yeah. Around the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be something like that. Yeah. For instance. Yeah. I, which I do. So. Key to a great weekend. Yeah. All Throw right. in a little exercise. It's always good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play golf. I don't know if that's much exercise. That's exercise. When you play in, a, in a cart. I'm tired but, after uh, golf. First time I played in like six months, man. You're going to be the, tired. I, I think I played once on the bye week. I did with DeRocco. Yeah. So, mm. uh, but. Uh, I just don't see that in my future. What's I, that? Golf? Playing golf. I, did, I, I used to get into it, and I, I just can't. I'm so far right. away. To each your own. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm so like, far away from I'm it. having to almost force myself to get back out there and become so lazy. Mm. You know, it's just like, oh, now the yeah. season's over. I just want to sit on the couch. Yeah. Mm. Not good for you. No. Not as good anyway. No, 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 no. All right. No. Uh, here we go, Tom. Here's All our right, other question Come on. from this week. Can only have one of these. Most dramatic moment of the season with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Let me find where the poll is. Let me. So I want to be able to ask you these in the proper order. All right, two-point play versus Baltimore. Okay. Right, that was basically win or lose. Was that the one to Agnew? 
Oh, uh, no, it was no. one of Zay Jones. Oh, to Zay, right. Corner. That's right, to yep. Zay. That's right, that's right. And uh, it was, what, 27-26 at the time? They right. made it, and they, they won 28-27. 28-27, right. Um, the walk-off pick six versus Dallas okay. in overtime. Rayshon. Rayshon. Yep. Rayshon sack, fumble, Ooh, Josh Allen MVP. scoop and score versus Tennessee. Yep. And the Patter- we went with the Patterson field goal. There are a lot of dramatic moments in that game. But sure. the comeback versus the Chargers capped by the Patterson the field, goal, field goal, uh, which was dramatic. I mean, look, yeah. you, you get to that point, if he misses that field goal, you'd be like, oh, man, almost one of the great comebacks in, yeah. in history. So which one of those is the most dramatic moment of the season? Well, that's a good one. I, I think um, – the walk-off pick against the Cowboys was was really dramatic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I do. know. That no. was a tight. I mean, just the way it went down. How the first half we were getting trucked, and then we come back in the second half and trucked. You know what I mean? It was just, and that kind of just solidified even more that this team was, you know, destined to do. Well, something. you're looking at we got blown out by Detroit. Are we really going to be able to beat no, the right. Cowboys? Right. You know. And yeah. I voted for that one too. Yeah, um, but we had the the vote was split all the way around. Uh, Tony went with the sack fumble touchdown versus Tennessee, yeah. which won the vote. By the way, with well, 44.8%. the meaning of that outcome was humongous. Absolutely, right? so I get that. I mean, there's no bad answer here. They're no. all dramatic yeah. plays. Yeah. Um, D Rock went with the two point play versus Baltimore. Okay. I mean, it was that game all, and you that's the thing. Like the thing with Rayshon kind of comes out of the blue. Oh, the ball bounces off a receiver right, right into Boom. him. And, and next thing you know, yeah. he's in the end zone with the ball. With the Baltimore play, yeah. you saw it coming. Like, here we go, yeah. win or lose. And then E.T., I think just to make it a, an even split, <laughs> I went with the Patterson field goal yeah. yesterday. Which was so. huge, too. I, you know, the, the two-point, though, I, I, I it, he, they had nothing to lose on that one for me. Like, I was like, what else? I mean, you might as well go for it, right? I don't know. I didn't feel That's like – you know what I mean? Still I feel dramatic, it was that though. No, like, it was. You know, it was. Lose, and yeah. It did count. I mean, that, at the time, it was the most exciting win of the year, probably, right? The yeah. Raiders' win was pretty good, but. Yeah. And then, then you said, well, hold yeah. my beer. Here's yeah. the Dallas game, and right. here's the Tennessee kept game. Doing this. And yeah. then, well, it kept can't going get any better than that. <laughs> no, right? right. Oh, right. well, I guess let's fall behind 27 to nothing and <laughs> right. come back that and win the postseason. That was dramatic, so. no doubt. So there you go. All right. Uh, a lot of drama this year. That's yeah. great, man. Well, and I think those plays, too, point to something we were discussing at the top of the show, right? Like, you just don't know if you're going to get those kind of that bounces. Bounce, right? Like, the two fumble recoveries for Josh Allen this year against the Titans. Right. The one, it gets slammed into his chest yep. along the sideline against Derrick Henry. Right. Otherwise, it's probably going to go out of bounds and Tennessee keeps the ball yep. after that long run by Derrick Henry. Yep. And then the Sunday hop on the fumble that Rayshon Jenkins forced where he's just able to catch <clears throat> right. it on the dead run yep. and return it for the touchdown. I mean – those things don't happen like that Every year. all that often, yeah, no, right? right? They were able to take advantage of the ball bouncing off somebody and then Rayshon picking it up yep. and going to the house against Dallas, right. right? There is an element of luck. You're in the right position to make the play, yeah. and you get credit for that, but it doesn't always work out where it's that kind of simple when it actually starts well, to happen. The whole game of inches going your way. I mean, to yeah. go back to against the Chiefs, an inch or so more, and Aluakin's got the pick. No doubt. You know what I mean? I mean that's that's going your way. You know that that has fallen in their hands so many times right, the second half of right. the year. That play it didn't. Right. So you just you know those bounce your way, don't bounce your way. You just never know, right? Absolutely. But uh, yeah. So but again, just overall, um, 
you know, I, you guys been ad nauseum about the Chiefs game, I'm sure. It's just, man, a couple things happened their way and the defense getting a little bit more aggressive, I think. Um, you know, we may be in this game this weekend. Absolutely. Now, to be fair, right now, I want it. I didn't. I wouldn't care if Mahomes, Henny, Kelsey, and none of them could play if the Jags won. I don't care. No, you know, right. like great if we can beat you at full strength. Right. I'd prefer to beat you yeah, as opposed to regardless. lose to you at full strength. Right. right? So none of that really uh, bothers me. But when we sit here and go, oh, one or two plays. Well, that's presuming everything else goes the same way. Chiefs probably going, well, wait a minute. If you get one or two. Then we get one or two. Can we yeah. hang on to one of the interceptions <laughs> no we right. might have had our hands on but True. didn't catch? And, you know, so True, that's fair. It just goes that way. And That's fair. The question is, can the Jags put themselves in the company of, right now, Kansas City, who's been to five straight AFC yep. title games. Yep. Cincinnati, who has gone back-to-back now and has had Mahomes' number, yep. right, Kansas City's number. And Buffalo, which is a loaded, talented team, and granted, they didn't go any further than the Jags did yep. this year, but they've been a team in position for yep. more years than Jacksonville has. Can they become a regular, and and is that the power quartet yep. in the AFC? But yep. this year, it turned out to be yes. Yep. You know, yeah. Then totally. again, you were down twenty-seven to the Chargers, and they're not going True. anywhere. They're not going anywhere. And Herbert's right. coming back, and right. Right. Still and they're kicking themselves, going, how did we squander how, that? How did we possibly blow That's that? That's crazy. Right? Yeah. I mean, right. in your own division, right? Tennessee is going, come on. And I mean, right. we're playing with Malik Willis, our you know, our yeah. team collapsed. We had all these right. injuries. Now, I don't care what they say. No, right. Tennessee. But right. um, you know, we we're talking about it yesterday. D Rock said he thought even if the Titans got an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady this offseason, that the Jags would be the favorite in the division. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't either. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Titans, yeah. I would not. Be, I would, you can't count him out no, you can't if count Ryan Tannehill is back. No. Now, if it's a complete restart, right. that's a different story. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, They'll be back. You know they're going to be back. It should be a better division next year. We should be the favorite. We're the champs, Objectively, of yeah. even beyond just being the champs, you've got the ascending totally. quarterback Absolutely. and a Super Bowl-winning head coach. Yep. You get the best combination of any team in the division, you see, there's a, a petition going around in Indianapolis. Colts fans begging Ursay not to bring back Jeff Saturday. Oh, really? <laughs> and so I asked yesterday, "Is it too late to start our own?" You know, like yeah. please bring back Jeff Saturday. Right. Kind of. How about Frank situation. Wright going to the Carolina Panthers? Well, uh, he does go there, and yeah. you know, Steve Wilkes yeah. thinks this is you know more evidence of kind of lip I service to uh, the Rooney Rule and hiring minority yep. head coaches. How did how did Steve do? He did like it was six and six yeah, as an interim, ball, right? Yeah. But I think for the Panther fans that I've seen react to it, and no one person speaks for everyone's point of view on this, but I would say a lot of them felt that he really blew the Tampa game. Like he was not aggressive enough. They had the division was there for the taking, right? right? Late no, in the right. Season it came down the to the Bucks. final game, right? And um, I think it was week seventeen. Oh, was, it came yeah, down. it was. Yeah, it was. Week You're right. But they right? played each other, right? But right, they right. they. Didn't go for it on a multiple fourth and ones. Uh, You know, and this is a game where they couldn't cover Mike Evans in this game, and they handed the ball back to him. Whatever. I mean, I'm not not following him week to week. I'll say this. Frank Reich does have a winning record as a head coach, which a lot of times when you get into the second opportunity cycle, that's not the case for some of these retreads. And this year, the offense fell apart because they pushed their chips on on Matt Ryan. But – 
in the previous five seasons where he was either an offensive coordinator or a head coach, for those five, he was had a top ten scoring team in the National okay. Football League. So, I just felt like it was quick. Like all of a sudden, what did, did you? I don't know. I think it's because our season just ended. Yeah, it feels maybe like so. it's quick. This has yeah. been going on for yeah, they're trying yeah, to get weeks it together, and weeks and weeks. Right. I mean, teams were talking to Sean Payton before the season ended, and that right. included Carolina, I believe. I'm not yep. sure when there was was their first interview with him before the regular season ended. I it may go to have Carolina been. either. There was the <laughs> it was a weird. They're, they didn't have permission to speak to him until, like, a certain time. It was right around the end of the year, but okay. I don't remember yeah. the date. Yeah. Well, you think about it. Remember last year we talked about how long it took for the Jags to hire Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, right. Next Thursday is the one-year anniversary of that. All so right. we're, there are still four teams sitting no, out right. there without a head coach. Wow. So it hasn't, you know, it, it feels like it's quick, I think, because yeah. our focus has not been no, on No, you're right. That. You're right. And for them, it's they need it. They got to get it solidified and get going for this next year, man. Hey, it's look, I, I get it. If I'm Steve Wilkes, I'm like, you know, six and six with this garbage. Yeah. You, you dump McCaffrey. I end up playing Sam Darnold and actually made him look good. Yeah. You know. There's a compelling argument for, there, for that. Obviously, they had to interview him, right, I would imagine. Yeah, he right? was. I mean, I, he, he got, got multiple interviews. It was seen as Wright got the job over Wilkes. That's what. Okay. I don't, uh, I don't know if people really know that he was the second choice or not, but it doesn't matter. Second no. choice, fifth choice. Yeah, right. If you're not the first choice. So. I don't know. I don't know. That's just, you know, look, he, and, and hopefully Wilkes, you know, finds a place where he can, you know, do something. Maybe not head coach right away, but, you know, have a chance eventually. I don't know. Sounds like he made a compelling argument. The one thing we never know is we're not in the interviews. And I'm assuming he, you know, Frank interviews fine. He interviews fine. You know what I mean? But you're just not in there. And I, I don't know. Is there... I don't know. He interviewed well enough. I mean, he got the Arizona job. Yeah. And then... He had Josh Rosen for his rookie year when he was miserable, right. and that's the only right. year he got. Right. And right. so he comes in this year, and you're right. looking at Carolina like, okay, they're making the move from Matt Rule. Yep. They're going to go in the tank, right. and this is going to be a contender for the number one pick. Instead, he went six and six. Right. Which was, you know, and the players, I think, loved Love him. Love him. Yeah, no, I, I heard that, too. I think that's the case a lot of times. Anytime you have any kind of success with an interim, interim. coach, though, they're yeah. gonna, why wouldn't they love you? You yeah, know, those players want to win. You know, and I, you got to wonder with interim to to permanent. You know, like what's the is there a um, you know what's what's the hesitation? You know what I mean? Like maybe there is. Maybe it's like well, you know, it's almost like a a one hit wonder. In you know, you have a great season and then you don't have great season. You know, yeah. I don't know. Is it? Is I don't that either. I don't know. Thinking like, well, if he's a head coach, wouldn't he have been a head coach? Like he's just in it. Well, he was a head coach with Arizona, right? For so, one year though. Yeah, I you don't know, know. I would say that if you just put Frank Reich's head coaching resume versus yeah. Steve Wilkes, Frank Reich's is better. Right. But that doesn't mean he's I, I the mean, right man for the job. I don't, right. don't, know. I don't know who right. the right man for the job oh, is. Right. I can't say that. Yeah. I will say this, and I don't know if this is the factor with the, the Panthers. I do think, and we talked about this a lot in recent years, you're better to have an offensive-minded head coach in today's NFL because if you have a defensive-minded head coach, you get that hot coordinator – all of a sudden, that guy's poof, he's yep, gone, yep. and you might have to have a whole new system in place. If you're Doug Peterson and Press Taylor gets a head coaching job somewhere, right. it's still the Doug Peterson system. Show, that you're yeah. running, and you know? he's calling the plays for the most part. Right. right. So, you know, we're seeing Jim Bob Cooter getting the uh, an interview to be yep. an OC again yep. uh, with Miami after being the passing game coordinator. Jack's yep. staff, I mean, Doug, you look back, he they were deep in terms of quarterback developers on yeah. the staff big well time. and think about he got he got hired late quote unquote so grabbing that staff even even more impressive right no doubt that you could get those guys to 
buy in and let's go. Let's do this. Let's hear a couple of thoughts from uh, Doug Peterson and a couple from Trent Baalke. Oh, cool. Coming up in hour yeah. number two, just some season wrap-up and look-ahead kind of stuff. Tony will take you around the league next hour. You're welcome to get on board at 641-1010. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. He's number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, the Chet and Sandy real estate question of the day is out there on Twitter. Just a simple poll. Which two teams do you think will meet up in the Super Bowl uh, in February of this year? What do we determine? Where's the Super Bowl next year? Vegas? It's in Vegas next year, New Ooh. Orleans in two years. E.T., you gave us the bad intel the other day, my I man. I sure did, You man. sure did, but it's all right. You know what? Players mess up. Vegas, I think you would be happy going there just as much as you'd be yeah. happy going to New Orleans. Perhaps, I tell both Vegas, them. perhaps even more. For some reason, I, I have a feeling. up. You hear that, Steve? We going hey, to Vegas out. Let's say uh, if the Jags go, we're all going to Vegas. Uh, oh. Let's put it that way. Wouldn't that be the week? You can die in Vegas. Uh, you can die in a lot of places, Tom. You can die in Vegas a little bit more than a lot of places. <laughs> yep. I'm just saying. That may be the case. Depends I don't know. You're, into. you're You're alive. You've been to Vegas. <laughs> you're Vegas. still here. I don't know how you Barely. know this. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up a little bit later on the hour, Trent Balky uh, speaking earlier this week. We'll bring you some of the comments that we have not gotten around to yet as we kind of wrap things up. Happy birthday, Fred Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, be listening next week, and we'll try to come up with a good way to give away that Fred Taylor autographed flip card uh, commemorating the Jags' 27-point comeback against yeah. the Chargers and eventually going on to victory. And a programming note for you. Um, next Thursday, John Shipley of Jaguar Report of uh, Sports Illustrated fame yes. will join us in studio for the show. And cool. the following week, Demetrius Harvey oh, of the Florida cool. Times Union yeah. will be in the seat on Thursday as well. Beauty. Offer those guys up a variety of days, and that was uh, what fit their schedule best. And look forward to catching up with those guys as uh, the in-season schedule is pretty packed yeah. uh, around these parts on Jaguars today. So yeah. let's get to a little bit of Doug Peterson uh, stuff and just kind of, you know, a wrap-up thought on the season. Can it, Everyone plays for the Super Bowl, right? And that's the ultimate goal. And they're, yep. one team's happy, 31 teams not happy, that kind of thing. But Doug Peterson asked if the season could be considered a success without the team winning a Super Bowl. I think for us this season, I think there is a sense of accomplishment for you know everything this team has gone through over the last year and a half to go from you know one of the worst teams record-wise a year ago to winning a playoff game this year there is a sense of accomplishment you know and it's just a credit to these guys you know to have the it all starts in the off season and it starts with the amount of people that we had and the players that we had here in the off season to build the foundation to you know start there and then to just keep building upon that you know it wasn't a pretty season by any means. I mean, we had we had that stretch in there. It was pretty rough on us. But every guy in there right now, they all had a belief that we could we could accomplish our goals, you know, and they never wavered from that. And it's a credit to them to kind of stick into it. You know, it is something to to really build upon, you know, with the accomplishments that we uh, we did this year. Look, as a fan of the New York Yankees, I totally respect the point of view that if you don't win it all, you didn't do anything. Yeah. Right? If, the, if you have that point of view, that's a legit sports point of view to have if you want I also think that they're a team for instance that always spends among the highest in baseball they have all the resources they have everything they need so right you know if you're a team coming from 
the bottom yeah. in football, yeah, you could turn it around quickly in football. We saw the Bengals do it and get to the Super Bowl. The Jags did it from worst to yep. first, but I do think this season was a success. Yeah, hell I don't yeah. think they have to win the Super Bowl next year. They need to advance further. To yeah. me, if you want, don't want to feel like it's you're taking a step back, and who knows how we'll feel. But you know, barring anything catastrophic happening between now and and 2024, like I'm not again not putting it past them to go as far as they possibly can next year or this upcoming year. But yeah, 2024 is kind of like all right, you know, gloves are off. There's one goal. There's always one goal. Yeah, but yeah. I well, disagree. I mean, no, I don't disagree. I mean, I look. You want to win it all. That's the ultimate goal to win the championship. I guess if you're if you're a perennial playoff team that never makes it to the Super Bowl, then I'd be then I'd start be like, man, we never, you know, we don't win the big one. But I don't know. Go back to the Bills winning, you know, going to the AFC Championship game four years in a row, right? Or to the no, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl is four years in a row. That's a That's failure. Really hard. It's, it's to sure do. it is. And do you think would they is that rather a success or a fa- I know I what, think it's a failure. To me, I mean, it's a success from one standpoint, but. You put yourself in position to win it four times. Wait, let me ask you this: Which would they rather have had? No, of course, going to one Super Bowl and winning it, or of going course. to four? Of no, right? Of course, so, of course, you know. I guess it. It. How you look at it? You know, I. I mean, I would say, well, those four years they were a very successful football team, and no they had their guts ripped out every single one. You know, I mean, you know, I, that's how I would look at. It. Like yeah. they, they were good enough. They were loaded with Hall of Famers and Pro Bowlers and on and, and they on. Got to the, I mean, it's hard to get to those games to get Understand. to the Super Bowl. Sorry, it's hard to get no, to the is, Super Bowl. No, it is. It is, but really hard. You know, are they one of the great teams to never win a Super Bowl? Fantastic. You know, I if I were them, I'm sure they'd trade all those appearances for one championship. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. They 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 would. They would. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a team that never won a Super Bowl. Are they successful or, or not? I, I, the Vikings. Been to a bunch. Never won a single one. I guess I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know. It's <laughs> tough. No, you know what I mean? I, I mean, it's more I, successful there is than a lot. That, There's but, some, right? But the but, ultimate success. Yeah. You know, you've been around not at since, that level yet. Let, you know what I mean? Go to the playoffs four or five years in a row. Then you can start bitching that we don't go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying three. Yeah. You know, yeah, but that, that's me. We'll see how we feel. After yeah. Like I said, three? you got to. Yeah. Like if uh, in 2024. It happens if, if, quick, man. It, it does. I mean, look. All right. What if we get to the Super Bowl and lose? Is that not that's successful? A, if that's a step forward, that's a further step. And yeah. No, I mean, by year. So this was year one. Year two, okay, we get one more Okay, let's say next year, year they go to the championship game. All right, and took lose. a step for fine. We went further. What if they go back to the championship game again and lose again? Might be okay. I mean, it depends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm I saying. can't like, say I don't know. definitively. Right, right. That's what. I'm, but I, I feel like you start putting yourself in that position. You don't want to be Buffalo, where people are starting to go. Wait a minute, did the window close? Is it shrinking on them already? You know, I, I wonder with Buffalo that the Demar Hamlin thing just wore them out May have. emotionally. I don't know. That could be. But I don't know. at the end I've of the day, that's that another year of Josh Allen's prime where they're not getting to the big game. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. All right, what's next with Doug? Yeah, and Doug Peterson, who should have a pretty good idea of what the answer to this might be, was asked, how close does he believe this Jaguars team is to being a Super Bowl team in the near future? We're close. I think I think, I think the leadership's right. I think, you know, the, the core guys you know, that we have are, are right, you know, um, Listen, it just it just boils down to just continuing to work hard, you know, just just trusting in each other. There's there's consistency with the staff, there's consistency with the players. I mean, you know, you look at some of these teams now that are still 
you know, still playing, and that's what they've had. You know, Cincinnati right now, they, they struggled early on, but these last couple of years, they've, you know, they've turned that corner. Kansas City is the same way. You look at the Eagles, you look at the Niners. I mean, these are teams that have, have been established for a while, and these players have been around each other, and that's what it takes. It takes that continuity and consistency, and, you know, we're just, we're just kind of at the beginning, beginning phase of that. And it takes great yeah. quarterback play. And uh, granted, San Fran's doing it with a basically unheralded rookie, but he's played great. Yeah, he has. I mean, he's yeah. 14 touchdown passes, two interceptions. Yeah. That includes not having one of either last yeah. week in seven games. And Jimmy was never top of the line, but he was consistent, I guess. Jimmy, Jimmy G. And they, they, had, they were an example of a team that has been able to keep together a great supporting yep. cast for a few years and doesn't necessarily have a great quarterback. Is it enough, though? No, right. They've gotten close in yeah. this era and haven't won one no, yet. No, right. You're right. We'll find out. We will. A uh, couple more from Doug Peterson. Just talking about the offensive line of the state of how it played this year and where things stand. He said he likes uh, where the O-line is at the moment. Do you like Trevor? Yeah, I do. Okay. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he is, and we like him. So we want to keep him clean and upright and all that. So, I mean, it, it's important. It's important to us that, that we make – you know, make every effort to, to get guys back. And, and we know JT is what he's meant to this team and organization, and, and we'd love to be able to get that done. And, um, you know, he knows that. And, you know, sometimes sometimes there are business decisions that are out of our control, you know. And, and, but it is important to, to let them know that, that we want them all back and um, try to make every effort to do that. No, that yeah. that inclu- would include Juwan Taylor, right? Uh, being a guy that he would want back. The reality but, is, they can't, right? I mean, can't bring I, them all I, back. I can't. Well, I mean, he's the only one you need to bring back yeah. at the moment. All the other guys are under contract, so that, that's the question. What are you willing to pay? What is his value to you? What does he value? What is yeah. the market going to value him as? I mean, this is his chance to make the money, make the big contract, and he deserves it. He you does. know. What about the uh, – and I don't know, but what's the tackle class look like or free agent class or both? Are they strong? I mean, you said no. there's no free agent number one wide receivers, right? Are there tackles that are going to be – I haven't really honestly looked yeah, that much because it, yet. the Jags would not be in the market for a starter. They'd be yeah. in the market for like a swing guy, I right, would think, right. right? I mean – Well, so, so if you if you, if Jawan's not here – Correct. Somebody's going to right tackle. I'm assuming – right, it's one of Little or Cam Robinson. Who would you think – I think because they invested what they did in Robinson, they'd He'd leave be left, left tackle. And 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 Little can play both. He's played both. I think he didn't he beat played? out Jawan this year. So you that know, I, I don't know how they feel about how yeah. good a job he would do at right tackle. And I think that is a big X factor in this mm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. But they're going to need a third. Whether it's Jawan Taylor being on this team and Walker Little's your swing yeah. guy, they're going to need, I think, a guy that they feel comfortable going to not coy cronk yeah you know like let's get a a guy who's been there done that a yeah. little bit yeah, i yeah. think their valuation on Jawan taylor will be a pretty solid number right yeah. like i don't think there'll be a whole lot of wiggle room on it they'll have an idea we're willing to go to 11 million or whatever it is and if Jawan's yeah. like that's not going to be enough i think they walk away yeah i do like Wasn't i don't the cap 18 though you said the or the franchise, franchise. Tag. sorry, franchise sorry the 18 tag. yeah but right tackle, there are six right tackles in the league that are making more than $10 million a year. Okay. Right? Like yep. right tackle just isn't valued the same way right. that left tackle is. And if 
I really do expect the team to come in and say, look, we value you at this number. Yep. We want to have you back, but this is what it's going to take for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And if he says, I want to see what my market's going to be, then they'll let him. Yep. Like, I don't think they're going to go too hard after it. I, I, they're not letting Evan Ingram walk away, right? Like, that, Evan's going to be back, I expect, this year. But Jawan, I think it's wide open as well, to whether you, he'll you, be the you, right you, tackle. You tag Ingram over Jawan because of the number. 100%. Right? Especially because of the number. That's like 100%. million difference or six, yeah. seven million difference. There are some interesting players uh, that are offensive linemen okay. free agents. I just don't think the Jags – had the wherewithal to pay a top-of-the-market deal to anybody no, right. at that position. No. You know, uh, Orlando Brown is slated to be a free agent. Now, maybe they work something out with him. Wow. Mike McGlinchey um, of the oh, Niners, yeah. Niners, right? Another guy. But what's he going to want? You know, oh, right. here you got a tackle who started for a very successful team, dominant running team right. uh, for the last few years. Uh, Jason Kelsey is a free agent. Dalton Ooh. Reisner. Uh, of the Broncos oh, like is free. There, there are a number of guys. Yeah. Uh, Jawan Taylor's listed as the seventh best free agent offensive lineman on this particular okay. list that I'm looking at. That, that that's just one. I think you know, outlet's opinion. I mean, if you're if you're gonna let Jawan go, then Little and Cam are your guys, and you're gonna find the other guy in the draft. Yep. I would imagine. Possibly. Likely. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna replace. I mean, you're not gonna play. McGlinchey, eleven million. To no, you can no, play, but would you pay? pay would you find another vet that costs you four million? Before, you know, yeah, like a, yeah, a Tyler maybe. Shatley yeah. type in sure. terms of yeah, you know hold down the Ford if yes. needed. Yep, you know yep. so totally. Because Walker Little is already cheap. No, right, right, right. very for so, now, for now, for now. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, come back. Uh, Tony will take you around the league. We'll hear a little bit from Jaguars general manager Trent Balky as we Beautiful. continue with Tom McManus on this Friday. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, uh, our Twitter poll out there just asking you basically which two teams are going to win on Sunday. What do you expect the Super Bowl matchup to be? You can vote at MD underscore 1010XL on Twitter. One click on that one. Happy birthday, Fred Taylor. Let's go to the phones at 641-1010. Tony will take you around the league here in a moment. Uh, Jimmy and Jack's Beach is up next here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Jimmy. Gentlemen, how we doing today? I'm so Good. glad to talk to you guys. So, I was just to talk to you guys. Like Cam Robinson, like the injury to Cam Robinson was never really kind of touched upon as the far as far as like what we're going to do and time at time, how much time he's going to be out for the offensive line. It's a deep offensive line class. There's guys all over the place, and we're going to be able to watch a few of them play in the Senior Bowl. I know offensive line is not a top top priority, but you see them third, fourth round. There's somebody out there that can swing tackle because it worked out well with with Little. I guess it's, it's all going to come kind of come down to what what's wrong with Cam and how long how long he's going to be out in the contract with Juwan. Because I don't I don't see Juwan staying on this roster if we want Evan Ingram in our team. It just doesn't seem feasible. I mean, what do you guys think? I, I think it's difficult uh, to yeah, envision it. Um, yeah. But look, uh, Walker Little was a mid second round pick. Right. This wasn't like, hey, let's take a shot in the fourth round. Uh, no, right. Walker Little was a guy that. That first round had, grade it could have right have that felt you know had basically a season wiped out due to covid yep. didn't play a lot of football his last couple of years a lot of people felt had he had that opportunity he would have been a first round pick mm-hmm. um cam had a meniscus issue yeah. yeah don't know exactly what the extent was can't imagine he's not ready for the start of the season he's probably fine now I mean, Maybe. Yeah, I um, had a meniscus. They clean it, it up. D-Rock said he was walking around in like a leg brace. He saw him. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, he probably might still have a ways to go, but 
it's got plenty of time. I mean, basically, they cut it out and smooth it out, and then you heal, and you're good. There's no real structural. You know, it's not like an ACL or a PCL. Here's a question, though. If you have an injury to one of those two guys, let's say let's say Juwan Taylor moves on, gets a better offer, you can't afford him. Okay. Little and Cam are your starting tackles. If one of them gets hurt, are you entrusting the protection of Trevor Lawrence to a rookie tackle that you picked up in the fourth round, perhaps? Well, if he's my right tackle, probably. Okay. You know what I mean? If he's got the goods, obviously. Depends but. on – right. Well, that's the thing. That Can you go into the draft assuming you're going to find a guy who's got the goods when you've got to get pass rush help? You probably need a corner. Yeah. You may have – we don't know what other positions they're going to have to weaken. Well, they're going to have to draft a tight end at some point. Yeah. They're going at the – right. Probably not a high priority yeah. if they bring Ingram back. Yeah. Jimmy made an interesting point. If you wanted Ingram and Key, it's hard to keep Taylor, right? Yeah, so sure. put those two. What would you say? Like, if you had the choice between Taylor and Key and Ingram, what are you going Key with? Key and Ingram. Key and Ingram. Yeah, because at the moment you one. feel like you've got two. Two. Good. No, I feel like you got two tackles that can play. Right. Now you right, and then your back. Your backup is what? If you you've lose Key, where, I mean, camp. what your pass rush is already not very good. Right. And he was pretty. And he was Productive. one of your few effective interior rushers all year. Yeah, right? no, like I agree. Roy I like him Harris a lot. Gave you a little bit for the last month, yeah. but really, Key was the only guy that was getting interior pressure throughout yeah. the entirety of the season. And if you look at the free agent market, edge guys, there's not much. No, right. Like Arden Key is legitimately among the handful of the best guys available. Yeah, right. and by the way, when we're looking at that list of offensive linemen, not all those guys are tackles either, and not all of them are likely to make it to free agency. Right. You know, so true. In terms of being a tackle, Juwan Taylor, un, with could end up being one of the maybe the second or third or maybe even the highest, most desirable tackle on the market that actually makes it. Yep. to o- open unrestricted free agency, depending on what they do with Orlando Brown in Kansas City, mm-hmm. Mike McGlinchey in San Francisco. A lot of the other guys here are interior offensive linemen, and, you know, who knows? Maybe somebody thinks that Jawan could play left tackle. I don't know. Maybe, and that's a whole other element to the story if that's true, right? Now yeah. You're going from right tackle money to left tackle money. All right, uh, let's hold that thought. Let's let Tony Smith take you around the National Football League. Now, gems around the NFL. Brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. The Carolina Panthers are hiring Frank Reich as their next head coach. Reich was fired as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts after nine games this season. He went 40-33-1 and in four and a half years with the Indianapolis Colts. Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn will be returning to the Cowboys as their defensive coordinator. Quinn interviewed for the head coaching jobs in Denver, Arizona, and Indianapolis during this coaching search cycle. Cincinnati tight end Hayden Hurst showed up on the team's injury report for the first time this week on Thursday with a calf injury that limited him in practice. Offensive linemen Jonah Williams and Alex Kappas have still not been able to practice at all this week. Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes is expected to go on Sunday through and play through a high ankle sprain. Wide receiver Miko Hardman is still day-to-day and his status for Sunday is uncertain, according to head coach Andy Reid. And San Francisco running back Christian McCaffrey still has not been able to practice this week, but said in the locker room yesterday that there is zero chance that he does not play in the NFC Championship game on Sunday. All right, thank you, Tony. Let's get a couple of thoughts in here from Jaguars general manager Trent Balky as the offseason opens up in front of uh, the Jags. And we've been talking a lot about who do you bring back, who do you go out to – 
maybe try to plug some holes. Uh, here was Trent Baalke just on the overall philosophy of trying to bring players back versus bringing in brand-new free agent signings. Well, obviously, the, the, you're dealing with the known, right, versus the unknown. You know, and I think one of the things that we talked about with this free agent class this year and, and last year's free agent class, you know, I think they've been two very productive classes, and it's weighed out in the production that they've had on the field. But there was a lot of work that went into that process and getting to know these guys as much as we could from a distance. Uh, the coaching staff was heavily involved. The personnel staff was heavily involved. The support staffs were heavily involved. The trainers, the, the strength coaches. The more information you can get, the better your chances of getting what you, what you believe you're getting. In 2017, the Jaguars had that stellar free agent class, and obviously it propelled them into that season all the way to the AFC Championship game. That was with not much success in 16 to speak of. You had a lot of money to throw around, though, mm -hmm. uh, during that offseason. Not going to be the case this year. They're going to be a bit more strapped for cash, but Trent Baalke was asked if having the success that they've had with the young quarterback, Doug Peterson, being in the building, if he thinks that will make it easier for the team now to go get free agents with the future look bright for the franchise the good thing about that it first of all it's a lot easier to be the the hunter than the hunted right and as, as you get better and and you become the hunted the challenge gets gets harder right you're going to get every team's best when they show up in Jacksonville now uh, in the past they maybe thought this was going to be an easy out that's not no longer going to be the case uh, but I think the last part of this season really prepared this young group to understand that there's a real sense of urgency that goes into being a championship caliber team. You know, it just doesn't happen. Uh, you know, and the players saw that. You know, you really see it in the playoffs. But because we were playing really playoff football for the last month of the season, you know, it was it was evident to them just how much urgency there is starting on Monday. You know, you don't wait till Sunday to get, get excited about playing or get prepared to play. It starts on Monday. And as they understood, got to understand that better, we played better. And hopefully, not hope that, that should carry over to next season for us. Okay, I'm not sure if that's directly responsive to whether or not free agents are going to be more interested in right. coming here. But whatever, um, I, I put it this way. I don't think they're going to take a discount to come here. But you may not have to overpay them the right. way you have in the past. Like you've already seen DeAndre Hopkins kind of floating out there. Yeah. Like, who, which wide receiver, if the money's the same, wouldn't consider at least coming to play with Trevor Lawrence? Right. In a state with no income tax, right? right. No state income and tax. And Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Yeah, great weather. Yep. You know, a lot of, lot of positives that yep. we'd always put out there, and you'd have, oh, yeah, but they're, they're terrible. Right? right, or they don't have the the quarterback or what? Now you got the no, quarterback, right. yeah. you got the coach, yeah. You started to win. Everybody who is here is raving about it. Oh, yeah. I want to be here. I want to stay here. I want to be here for the rest of my career. Whatever the case may be. Yeah, I found it interesting him saying they learned how to. You know, it starts on Monday. I wonder what the culture was like before they got here. Like, what is it? Just party time till Sunday, and then you figure it out. Like that, and you know, if, I mean, if, come if on. by Saturday it's you crazy. were not looking like you're ready. The coach come along, give you a little swift kick in the ribs, and <laughs> hey, we're playing tomorrow. You realize that? I don't oh, know. I wish he kicked me. You'd see a coach <laughs> with his face beat up really quick. Oh my! I would goodness. take the heat too. And for I would some take reason, the fine. I believe every word that you're saying right oh, now. Man. 
I, I don't disbelieve I it. I would throw my career away just to beat his ass for touching me like that. That'd be great. Maybe we <laughs> he can get him. deserve it. He maybe we deserve, can get him. Kick can somebody? we get you on some kind of a Fox College football set at any time <laughs> in the next year or so? That would be fantastic. Got, listen, I said if he kicked me, right? I don't look for trouble. Only for if only you, if, if you started that. Yeah. Um, it's on, Coach. I think uh, with the cameras on, he'll coach. be he'll be very careful. Well, yeah, it's just dumb. You don't you don't need to touch anybody to get your point across in football. Understood. I mean, unless you're playing, <laughs> then you have to touch pretty hard. But you know the T and the A, Tom, the tackles T- and the assists. Oh, we love it all. Don't we, we do. All right, let's come back and uh, let's take a look at the question of the day, and we'll tell you who we think is going to win these matchups this weekend. Uh, who we're pulling for, if we have a rooting interest as well. We'll put a bow on uh, the first post season yep. in terms of the Jaguars season being over. Post season week here. On Jaguars Today, you're listening to Jaguars Today with Tom McManus on 1010XL 92.5 FM. You're Mackin' with Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, so what's everybody doing this weekend? No Jaguar football, Tony. What you doing? Uh, Well, I'll be watching the conference championship games. Me too. No real plans on Saturday. It's a... Chill day. Mm, very cool. Okay, McManus. I'm Uber tonight for my wife. Uh, tonight's their annual Pro Bowl cheerleader dinner that they have. So, so the new she one. She gets the party. She gets the party. I might hang around in the area. You know, I'm not that good of an Uber. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can always call an Uber <laughs> yourself. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, uh, and then I don't, I don't think much over the weekend. You know, watch the games on Sunday and. Hopefully it's not freezing and it's, uh, it's supposed to be okay. I Is looked because uh, I'm gonna play golf uh, on Sunday. Yeah, and I, I think 73 for the high. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, you know, heck yeah, nice. that's nice. Yeah. And start to end of January, we'll take. He's my creaky bones back into yeah use. Uh, Et, what you got cooking this weekend? Man, nothing but an Ethan podcast season two uh, is coming back out. So I got a couple of interviews lined up. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also I'm hosting a brunch uh, Saturday. I'm hosting the brunch, so they, they put your boy on the microphone. Nice. So what what kind of what are we talking about here? What's the what's the group? Uh, it's a, a bunch of uh, young black professionals. Excellent. Yeah. Very and cool. They, they, you know they want your boy. You know doing this thing on that Why microphone. They, where, where can folks catch the podcast when it uh, is available? Oh, the the see uh, episode one actually debuts today at twelve noon on YouTube as well as Instagram and Facebook. All right. I wear a, see, I wear Jaguars hats all the time, and people are like, man, where do you get your hats? So I interviewed the CEO of the company. His name is Casey, Casey a favor, and I'm um, going to put his name out there. There's a lot of good information. It's cool, a lot of tidbits. That's yeah, coming up in 19 minutes. Nothing but an eat thing, <laughs> right baby. It's Beautiful. Hot. It's coming. All right, uh, I got a, a little serious XM tomorrow afternoon. But, okay. But it, ah, it's beautiful, three to five. I'm finding some live music, I think, Saturday. I think I'm going to be down at the corner. I'm not. Finding some music. Probably going to find some live music. You know what? Oh, I got my new uh, show. Did I I mention it to you? Dead to Me? No. We're in the thick of that. I watch that whole thing. I I burn through shows. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I really do. Last night's episode, I I almost walked away. I'm like, yeah, that's too convenient. I don't like when it's convenient. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like they just like, come on, come on, really. Well, I mean, that whole show was yeah. a little bit absurd. With all right, the different connections. Yeah, right. True. Yeah, but it's a good show. I enjoy. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But cool. the one I told Tony about this before the show 
Uh, the show is called Physical 100. At least that's the translation. I think you you would from, love it, Tommy. From really? Korea. Just based on his description, I think Tom, this is Tommy's show. Did you ever watch Squid Game? No. Okay, do you know, are you aware of Squid Game? Is that a Navy thing? No. Okay. okay. It was a Korean show. Okay. It was a, a show. It wasn't a reality thing. Okay. About a reality competition, kind of, like where desperate people would go, and if you lose, they kill you. Like, you literally get killed like in this. Hunger Games. And the person who wins it gets all these riches, right? They're, like, set for life. Wow. But So they get they get all these desperate people to basically sign their rights away and, and go in. It's this fictitious what show. What was that book? They were hunting the guy. Never mind. Sorry, I got Growing off. Growing up. <laughs> up, you had to read a book. The they most dangerous game. I don't know. Was it? Was that? Well, that it? was a movie called uh, about. Yeah, I thought hunting. there was a book they made us read that the guy was being hunted. I don't know. Never mind. Sorry. Right, so ADD. Anyway, ADD. So that's that show was made in Korea, right? Very popular. And okay. Going to make a second season. It was phenomenal last year, like a year ago, right? Okay. Like Squid. That. Squid. Squid game. game. So they have a show that is kind of roughly like the real version of it, except they don't kill you. Okay. Okay. So what they did is they. Whoever put on the show went around Korea and invited, maybe they invited more than 100, but they got the 100 fittest people they could find. Okay. They're like Olympic gymnasts, okay. uh, baseball players, MMA fighters, powerlifters, cyclists. All types. All types of bodies, but they're all ridiculously fit, okay. right? So they come in and like, it must be an amazing thing if you're Korean to see all the, it'd be like all the, it'd be like, hey, here comes LeBron James. He's going to do this. Like, right. It's the biggest Okay. Athletic stars in Korea, cool. and they're all competing against each other. So, what they're going to do is they're going to have uh, all these elimination competitions. Okay, right? and the first one, I won't tell you how it went because it's only been two episodes, and oh. it's pretty slow moving. Like we're we're not even halfway through the first elimination thing, but the they have this big ball. It's like a medicine ball kind of thing, and there's two arenas. There's one that's basically a mud pit, and that's it. The other one is like an obstacle course, right? So depending on what type of athlete you are, it could benefit you. Okay. The faster ones want to be on the obstacle course. Right. So at the end of three minutes, whoever's holding the ball wins. The other person's out of the whole competition, right? Okay. So what happens basically for these three minutes. A big draw, like a regular medicine ball? It's big, yeah, yeah. yeah, like you got to put both arms arms around around it, right? So you go in there. And generally what happens, nobody, everyone realizes you're not going to be able to hold this ball for three minutes. So they kind of fight for three minutes, wrestle, okay, and whatever. And then you're hoping with 15 seconds left, maybe you could break free, run, I jump on the it. ball, and just hold on for dear life. You have to hold it up in the air or just jump just on it? Just hold it. Okay. Have, you know, You'd be on the ground on top could be, of it. They could be on top of you. You're and on the you're ground. As long as you're the one who has it, gotcha. you win. Uh, before they got there, the, like the – the thing they did a like a preliminary competition yeah. where this like monkey bar descended from the ceiling and they did fifty of the hundred at a time. You had to hang on the monkey bar, okay, with your hands, your arms. You couldn't do it with your legs. You couldn't drape okay. your legs over it, and just that was it. Hang as long as you can, wow. and whoever hangs. What what happened was whoever hung the longest would then get to pick their opponent out of the other ninety nine. Didn't matter who they were. Okay. So you could pick. You don't know necessarily. I don't know if you knew at the time what the competition was. Yeah. So are you picking a big person to go against? You Is don't it all know. men, women, both? No, it's a mix. And men and women compete against, against each other. Against each other, right. It's it's uh, So Ooh. if you like Squid Game, this yeah. is as close to the real-life version without the murdering.
Is so, there is any nice. kind of sexual tension going on? Like get drama? It <laughs> sounds like the yet. Olympic <laughs> Village at the Olympics. I imagine. You know? <laughs> oh, there's, a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, admiring of each other's physiques. I bet. I bet. You know, because they all come in, they have like a plaster bust of their torso. Okay. You know, and they're all just ridiculous, right, you know, right. and uh, and they're like, you know, these people walk in and we have no idea who they are. They're like, oh, he's here? Right. Like, and they all instantly know, right. like, this guy's a superstar in whatever field in Korea. Right. And, Any uh, sumo guys? That's Japan. Uh, no sumo. That's that Japan. power lifter is like the okay. biggest I saw, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh, depending on the competition, that could work to your advantage no, right. or your disadvantage. I don't you know. know how good that would be in mud. Uh, like if you're up well, to your neck in mud, you no, might want to be a little bit like smaller. No, but it wasn't like up to your neck in mud. It was more like you would think mud. the powerlifters would have an advantage in the mud arena because it's more pure physical brute force. Yeah. As opposed to dexterity and running around and mm -hmm. stuff. Avoiding things. I, I'm telling you, just give it a shot. What's and, it called uh, again? It's called Physical 100. 100. Um, that's the translation of whatever it's called in Korea. Pro in Korea, oh, it probably sounds you. better. No, right. You know, but right. it's called Physical 100 on Netflix. Huh. So yeah. check cool. it out. Give, I will. You got to give it, you got like the half the first episode is just them walking in yeah. and you see, oh, this person comes in and this person comes in. Some of them are like the equivalent of like army rangers. Oh, you wow. know, they're not, you know, some are drill instructors, whatever. It's so yeah. it's not just athletes. It's just the fittest people. Loved it. They ah. need to throw a little bachelor-esque in there. You know what I'm saying? Throw in that extra. And to have a dating the, aspect. Yeah. Then, yeah, then we're on, set. You know? That's that, Olympic. We'll call it Olympic Village 100. <laughs> and we all know what we're watching for. <laughs> exactly. uh, E.T., would you be Perfect. so kind? Let's fire up that 1010 take and let's weigh in on today's question of the day. 1010. 1010 take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 1010 take. Brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. All right, we asked you today which two teams do you think will meet in this year's Super Bowl. I don't want this to be the case, but I agree with the majority opinion here. It's not, the I guess, uh, the most votes going to Eagles-Bengals. I do think the Eagles will win. I think their defense uh, is the thing that's going to ultimately – Bless you. Thank you. No problem. Um, bring them out on top. I think that yeah. pass rush is going to get to Brock Purdy ultimately. I think they both uh, – you know, and I think Hurts is – having a special season when he's been healthy this year. So yep. I think the Eagles will win. I think the Bengals will win. I don't think Mahomes is going to be, you know, proved to be 100%. The Bengals have had his number. I want the – I'm rooting for the Chiefs to win over the Bengals. But if I had to bet money on it, I'd go Cincinnati, Philadelphia. Tony, who you got? I If I had to bet, I would do the same. Cincinnati, Philadelphia. I, I think Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts is a different animal than they were for the last couple weeks yeah, of the season totally. when – when Gardner had to play two of those last three weeks and they lost those games and it felt like the Eagles momentum kind of lost some of its stride. Uh, but here in the last couple of weeks with Hertz back in the lineup, they've been as dynamic as they could be. I think they will be again this weekend. And I just think for whatever reason, the Bengals have something on the chiefs and belief has a lot to do with what happens yeah. this deep in the postseason. And the Bengals believe, right, going up against that Chiefs team, they they ought to believe pretty well. They've done it over and over and over again here the last couple of seasons. So, Bengals-Eagles. We got, right. Tom? I got, I, I'm, I'm going opposite. I'm going Niners-Chiefs. I, I, I think the Niners – uh, and I do think Purdy's going to be the key, and they're going to get after his ass. We'll see if he can handle it. But I like the Niners' D a lot. They're going to keep him somewhat in it. Uh, so I like that, and I, I, I look, man. I think there's some uh, destiny for for Mahomes. 
uh, to get back to the Super Bowl. And I think he's going to have an outstanding game. And I think their old line, you know, Cincinnati's good on D, but they, they don't get a lot of sacks on defense. They don't disrupt the quarterback a ton. They played better, of course, last week, but I think their old line's going to uh, going to take care of business. I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Now, nah, E.T., who you got? I think it's going to be Bengals, uh, Eagles, man. That Joe Burrow, he's just something else. He's just a different animal. His moxie, his his charisma, the way he plays the game, he's calm, cool, and collected. I think he's going to take them all the way. And then, like Tony said, Philly with Hurts, they're they're just a different animal. And that that defense is crazy. So I'm going with Bengals. Yeah, you fr- until this week against the Giants, it was easy to forget how good they were when Hurts was playing at the yep. top of his game and healthy this oh, year. They're great. I'll obviously. say this about Burrow: like if I'm a Bengals fan, I couldn't get enough of Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm quickly going to tire of Joe Burrow as a non-Bengals fan. Like, I, like he already annoys me, it, right? Like, the, the, like if Trevor wants to start lighting oh up Stogies, yeah. you go Trev, right? But you're going to do it. I don't like that, right? Yeah. That, and I'm sorry, you call me a hypocrite. I don't yeah. care. I just, uh, I think the the cockiness is a little over the top. Well, for me. my 18 year old daughter calls him Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> they, the girls love yes, that guy. Do. Oh my gosh, it's crazy, but. <laughs> Whatever. Another reason not Smash to Smash like every quarterback in the face, I say. <laughs> All right. Make let's, him bleed. Let's welcome him in. Uh, it's XL Prime Time. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. I never have I been so disappointed that Leon wore a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> it's a tank man. top. I thought for sure no, we'd get a tank man's top today. Tail out there. You know I'm wearing no tank top. <laughs> How did it turn out? The it turned tattoo. out great, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, after the, the, the initial singeing of my flesh, uh, it was good. <laughs> yeah. You know, the first two or three minutes was like, damn. Should yeah. I be doing this? Maybe this. Uh, maybe <laughs> exactly. I made a bad choice yeah. here. I made a bad choice, but as it went along, you yeah. know, you don't listen. Football players have a great threshold for pain. The Most last thing I was going to do was get up out that seat, right. run out there like uh, you know what I'm saying. You had to, right. You had to stick tough it, it out. Tough it out. Tough absolutely. It out. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, did you end up going with the modern Jaguar head logo? I or? went with the uh, old school Jaguar. Okay, head. that makes mm. more sense to oh. me. Yeah, yeah. you did it. And you had the swiping claw. I had the swiping claw with number the number 72. 72. Nice. The only thing that's missing is that uh, maybe a couple of years from now, I could put the Lombardi right where they hand That'd be fine, too. There's you know room. You should put on there, I think, over the top, maybe a little uh, your Pro Bowl years. I only had one. Put it on there. Put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? I mean, put one on there, man. Put a little plane flying to Honolulu. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. We'll have your whole – don't worry. We will take care of uh, decorating uh, your entire body. On. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I posted a picture of you today. Yeah. Uh, in well, the background of Freddie T. busting off a 90-yard touchdown run. It's, uh, it's Freddie's birthday. I did absolutely nothing in that, in that play. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, you look good. You were, you were profiling I was, in the I background. Was. That was all Fred. You know me. what? It, it was all good. And uh, happy birthday to your former teammate. Yeah, 47 Freddy, years young yes, yes, today. Afraid of T. Legend. Young uh, man. I, I, listen, I remember the first time we scrimmaged with Freddie T. And we were going against the defense in the stadium. And we were in a zone play. And he cut it. He went right. And then he cut it back left. And linebackers, DBs, and safeties had angles on him. And he couldn't catch him. And I remember looking at Big Bowen's like, Oh, we got us something. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, yeah. we got us one right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's so special. Good times. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know what? Uh, 20 odd years from now, uh, people will look back and go, man, I'm telling you, I saw Trevor throw that first ball 60 yards, ripped it, you know, oh, off balance in yeah. practice, and we knew we had something there. Yeah. Listen, 
that's what it's all about, man. I, listen, we all come back, you know, 10, 15, 20 years later. Yep. When some of us tell lies about how great we were, <laughs> but we don't care. Right. You know, we have a couple of stogies, a couple of cold ones. Yep. But it's just that, that whole feeling of being in that locker room again, man, totally. is, is really special. Awesome. Sir, yep. uh, uh, it's been a great season, and uh, you fulfilled it. And uh, let's get that Lombardi on let's there. Let's do it. I'm ready to put it on there. Right oh, on. Yeah. You've already gone through the pain I'm now. I've gone through the pain. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all it's over with, man. Yeah. I can't wait till the uh, the weather warms up. No, I got to we'll see put, that We'll thing. put the next one right Person. on your neck. Right, right there. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that on. What do you guys hurt. have coming up today? Uh, well, we, you know, we've got the uh, the Dewey Awards. Yo, that's right. Dewey Awards come in all kind of different categories about uh, what – who did what this season or whatever. And we got Aaron Beasley that's coming in to give away one of the awards. Nice. I told E.T. he might want to stick around because I think he's in one of the categories. If I ain't winning, I ain't coming. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. right. Don't tell me I'm, uh, I'm here I really, just as nice to be I nominated. Know, I just know I overheard his name in one of the categories. All right. That's nice. It. Well, uh, he hasn't been informed that he's the prize yeah, winner. He really might be checking out. Yet, man. He's got a podcast <laughs> dropping in five minutes. So back off, my man. All right, uh, sirs, have a great weekend. Appreciate you. Tommy Mack, have a great weekend yeah, as well. Yeah, you too, man. It was we'll great. See. Next Friday yeah. in here, Tom, oh, yeah. for those who've asked, Tom McManus is uh, year-round uh, here with us That's on right. Jaguars today. Tony, E.T., have a great weekend as well. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully we it. get two excellent championship games, and uh, we'll come back and start to you know, build towards uh, a successful offseason again next Monday here on Jaguars today. Everybody have a great weekend. XL Primetime is coming up next on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. So guess what? 1010 is popping. And there won't be no stopping. Bang, bang, bang.